Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Years ago, in a different career as a different person, I had this Sunday ritual. I would take a few hours in the afternoon or early evening and go to Barnes and Noble booksellers and grab a seat and a few books from different nonfiction genres and a few magazines from random shelves. And I would sit with my notebook and my pens and I would look for inspiration. I thumbed through fish and game magazines, self-help books, finances, cooking mags, writer's journals, sex how-tos, and more. And I would make notes on what inspired me. I still have some of those notes transcribed to electronic format, and I still carry many of those lessons. But what I really discovered when doing that is that no matter what I was reading, there would be inspiration that could strike from anywhere, no matter the source, that could improve my life and my business. Field and Stream once gave me a different way of sharing information that helped one of my students really grasp a concept. I saw an advertisement in a gamer's periodical that inspired a promotion that brought in a few thousand dollars over a weekend. I found something in a relationship book that helped me connect with a customer who was struggling with their lessons. And so on. I still do this. I read and I take notes. Or more recently, I listen to books on audio and I voice to text notes as I'm out walking and moving my body. These things often inspire my writings at a future date once I've process them in my mind, and applied them to my life. Today's post is about that way of being, specifically in regards to monogamy and non-monogamy and how we can all learn from each other. Do what works. I don't preach non-monogamy, although I sometimes want to. In fact, I've said it before, poly or non-monogamy are not for everyone. I personally love being non-monogamous. It's led to amazing experiences for myself and my loved ones. So sure, sometimes I want to tell people that they too can be as happy and as slutty as I am, but it's not about that. And I know that wouldn't make everyone happy. I know people who are happily monogamous. I know people who are happily non-monogamous. I know people who were one, then the other, still happily. 
And I know people who are unhappy in their relationships, no matter the shape and form. Non-monogamy is just one part of a relationship. It's a part that is not really discussed or represented well in our wider culture, though. So I often write about it with an eye towards demystifying and examining. It's not about telling you how you should relate. Because how could it be? I don't know you. I don't know what's best for you. And frankly, I don't care how you choose to do relationships unless you're doing them with me. At least, not in a specific way. There are things I do care about, though, in a more general way. That people learn more about non-monogamy to understand non-monogamous people better. Just like we learn about other cultures and religions and even history, understanding different ways of life and how people can live them can help us be kinder to each other. That there are plenty of sources of good and ethical non-monogamy information from many perspectives. That people who are interested in non-monogamy should have good sources of information from people who do it well and have found the love and connections they've always wanted. That there are many different perspectives to show people that there is no one true way to do non-monogamy. That people create relationships that work. That anyone and everyone, mono and non-mono alike, have the opportunity, dare I say, the inspiration, to learn more about different types of relationships to create the best one for themselves and their partners, rather than simply living and loving by default. It's that last one that I'm really focused on today. Someone said in a comment on one of my recent posts, I've found most advice for ENM works great for intentional and non-toxic monogamy as well. This is so true. The key is intentional. Because our culture socializes us to the way to relationship through how we see the people around us relate through our religious texts, through music and movies and books and so much more. But do we get the right messages? Maybe, maybe not. My message is never intended to be, you must be non-monogamous. In fact, it's the opposite. You must not, must be anything. Do what works for you and your partners. What works will change over time. You will change over time. Your partners will change over time. You may change your partners as well over time. And there are so many ways to live and love. Many that would work for me in various situations and many that never would, but might work for you. I can really only share my experiences and thoughts, and so I do. I do so because sharing feels good to me. Because people tell me that I answer the questions they have or help them discover new ways of being in love and connecting and communicating. I do because when I share, I get feedback and I learn more too. I do because sharing teaches me about myself as I try to put who I am and how I think into words. And lastly, I do because I'm selfish and I want to believe that I prod people to think. And that is what matters most to me. Not that they, or you, agree with me, but that they, or you, paused for even an instant and thought. 
even if they or you go back to what you've been doing, even if that is something that I would never do and never agree with for myself, if you've paused to think, then whatever you choose after that is just a bit more intentional. You've chosen it over other options offered. And whether that is monogamy or non-monogamy, maybe it's just a bit better for you, more ethical, more consensual, more filled with joy and happiness and communication and understanding. And that's what I preach. Do what works. What are your thoughts? Do you identify as monogamous or as non-monogamous? What have you learned from the other side that has helped your relationships thrive, if anything? Do you believe that there's more to learn from other kinds of relationships out there and the people in them, regardless of whether you share their same relationship style? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me in the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.